reinforcing sounds. By Kortza. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Reinforcing Sounds podcast by Kortza, featuring wide-ranging conversation on future of everything, ranging from tire and construction reinforcement to composite technologies. It's Aisha from Corporate Communication Department to moderate this episode today. In this first episode of Reinforcing Sounds, we're going to be talking about future of mobility. When we say future of mobility, we may talk about case mobility, smart mobility, micro mobility. But today, in terms of tire industry, we will talk about case mobility. I mean, connected, autonomous, shared and electricity cars. But because of the COVID-19, maybe we should find a new definition for case mobility or completely change our minds. To discuss all these, we are together with Burak Ilgün and Dr. Yasin Shen. They both are from Kortsa in different roles. Hello, Burak and Yasin. Welcome to our first episodes of Reinforcing Sounds. I ask you to, first of all, uh, introduce yourselves for this first episode. So let's start with Burak, if you like. Uh, hi, Ayşe. This is Burak. Uh, Burak Ilgün. I'm working for a market development department in Kortsa. I'm mainly responsible for the commercialization of new products. Okay, and Yasin? Yeah, uh, my name is Yasin. I've been uh, working in Corsa R&D Center for uh, 10 years, and I'm an expert researcher in uh, polymer chemistry. So we have a scientist and a marketing manager here today. Burak, if you like, we are starting with case mobility. I mean, connected, autonomous, shared and electricity cars, and the current effect of COVID-19 on case mobility. What will you say Yeah, Aisha, um, during the, uh, 2019, actually, we were uh, focused for the, especially the connectivity and digitalization of the automotive industry. As we mentioned, the case, this, the connected autonomous and uh, shared mobility with electric uh, cars uh, were the, at the, at the uh, high level uh, of the previous year. And what happened is actually, uh, when, we co- when we totally focused for this new, new, uh, new era, Uh, suddenly we phase up with the pandemic. Um, actually, I would like to just uh, one step back, come to one step back and inform a, a little bit about the more about the electric cars. Uh, as we know that the, the carbon dioxide uh, emissions were the uh, main reason of the electric cars. So therefore, the industry has an ultimate solution for the electric car, uh, for the this uh, emission issue, and they faced with, with, came with the electric car solution. And um, but what happened is after this pandemic, uh, we are facing a kind of new uh, new era, and there are these decays will be a highly uh, imp- has a highly impact for, from this uh, problematic situation. And uh, when we when we are trying to de- define this new normal, uh, we can uh, go one by one for uh, each uh, item here. And uh, let's start with the, especially for the uh, for the uh, electric cars because, as I mentioned, the reason was the carbon dioxide emissions of the of this uh, industry, and therefore we were focused to solve it by the electric cars. And uh, we believe that uh, electric cars uh, were the ultimate solution for the problem. But uh, during the pandemic, uh, especially, I, I remember that it was uh, in in April. It was the lowest level of the carbon dioxide emissions because of the these uh, lockdown situation so yeah uh, because we didn't use anything in this situation 
Exactly, exactly. And you know, uh, this is kind of uh, uh, for people who, especially living in the Eurozone, they believe for these uh, emission limits because at the very beginning, people were really challenged with the new uh, uh, regulations on the on these uh, CO2 emissions. But afterwards, since they, they uh, the total uh, reduction was almost 17 percentage, and it mm-hmm. was the uh, rock bottom levels of the 2006. So people are real energized with this this situation. So therefore, especially we can uh, we can say that the uh, electric vehicle and the sustainability impact of mm-hmm. a- electric vehicles will be still in the so picture. So you say that we understand the carbon emissions level uh, is about using or not using the cars or other vehicles that we use for transportation. Right, it is actually. And when we when we look for this, uh, when we look for the the previous uh, as as mentioned previous trends, the in two thousand nineteen, the digitalization and the connectivity was at the first line. So uh, in this case, when we link it to the autonomous cars, especially, uh, we do see impact uh, of this uh, pandemic to the autonomous vehicle development either. And uh, especially at the very beginning of this pandemic, we realized that there are many projects has been has been postponed or delayed or cancelled. Especially when we, uh, we we read the news from the uh, BMW and Mercedes-Benz, they have uh, postponed their or they cancelled their project uh, about the. Why they cancelled those projects? Well, initial initial assumption is actually because of the the kind of a really a remedy for the fast solution for the financial crisis of the pandemic impact. And afterwards, we believe that definitely the autonomous cars uh, will be still in the picture because in the other part of the world, in, in especially Asia and China, we do not see uh, we actually we see the opposite uh, trend. During the pandemic, the mm-hmm. investment of China for the autonomous cars are actually increasing. And China was the country who actually used the autonomous cars mm-hmm. or vehicles or sort of uh, equipments uh, to protect the people or uh, to increase awareness on COVID-19. So this is a quite different situation in the rest part of the world. Yes, uh, autonomous cars is a big topic for the case mobility and autonomous cars has its own needs kind of technological and cost or policy or public acceptance issues in autonomous cars but let's look at the autonomous cars in the tire reinforcement or tire industry needs and maybe we may turn to Yasin and ask what is the autonomous cars need in terms of tire technology I mean, in in general, uh, not specifically for autonomous cars, but uh, we we uh, when we talk about the shared mobility, it means that longer mileage for the cars uh, is needed. So uh, it means that you you need to have uh, reinforcing materials from our point of view as Corsa. We need to have reinforcing materials uh, with uh, improved physical properties, for example. So uh, we, we we have projects on uh, uh, on those kind of uh, reinforcing materials with uh, better physical properties so that it can last longer. And actually, uh, we also uh, focus on not only improving the individual uh, reinforcing materials, but also uh, we want to reduce the amount of reinforcing uh, elements in the tire so that the consumption of fuel would be reduced. 
And rolling resistance, I think the other issue. Yes, yes, that's what we call ro- rolling resistance. Rolling re- resistance is reduced, and by this we reduce the fuel consumption. We have projects like that. Could you please tell us the story of this uh, tire on the road? Could you please tell us more the story? Yeah, uh, basically, I, I think Burak can uh, describe it better. But b- uh, basically, I would say that uh, uh, when you when the tire runs on the road. There is a resistance, there is a friction on the road, and there is a contact surface between the tire and the road, and there is a friction, and you you uh, you lose your energy uh, by fuel consumption, and uh, the uh, I would say the uh, the uh, harder the surface of the tire, the reduce uh, the uh, you reduce the friction, but uh, not only tire surface is playing a role in this, but also the uh, Uh, weight of the tire is also uh, contributing to this friction. So what we want to do is to reduce the weight of the tire. From our point of view, we can uh, do this only by improving the physical properties of, of the fiber. Uh, other than that, we we cannot uh, do it. We cannot play with the uh, tire itself. The only thing we, uh, which we can play with is the amount of uh, fiber that we use as a reinforcer. And by re- reducing this, uh, we reduce the weight, and uh, in turn, we reduce the fuel consumption. That's how uh, it works. Brug may uh, uh, add some more comments on this. If right, yes, in, um, as, as it's uh, the definition already itself, uh, because it's a kind of uh, resistance to rolling of the tire. Therefore, we can uh, manage it with cert- certain parameters, and um, uh, the basically it's is coming out of the a high hysteresis of the rubber itself and you can imagine that when you are when you are uh, running on a kind of a road or when you are running on a kind of beach so when you are uh, running on a beach uh, on the on the sands which is really is hard for you to run but if you run on a, a clean road it's really easier for for you and you will uh, you will uh, you, you you will not lose too much energy so it is the same case and therefore it's it's a kind of composite uh, the tire is a composite uh, material so therefore we need to consider yes, I just ask this question what kind of a composite a tire is uh, maybe i i can uh, take over tire is like it, con- it contains so many chemicals in it it contains so many different materials uh-huh. and uh, it needs a reinforcing elements And uh, that's what we come into uh, the picture. Uh, we have different types of fibers. These fibers are reinforcing the tire, but they are not only physical property is different, but also chemical property is different than the tire. Mm-hmm. So uh, also we have projects, I think, about the chemicals, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, uh, how can we reinforce? Uh, a tire with our material, which is not compatible mm-hmm. with the tire itself. Uh, uh, for this, we need an interface. We need an adhesive solution uh, to coat uh, uh, our reinforcing elements. And actually, that's my area of expertise. Uh, we mm-hmm. are working on developing different adhesive formulations so that the uh, our fibers can stick to tire very well and it becomes incorporated into the tire matrix so that it can run a long time without having any problems. And mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, several projects uh, to improve this kind of uh, adhesion. 
And actually, maybe uh, in the later, uh, we will talk about our cocoon project. Should I? Yes, yes, I will ask about it. But first of all, uh, I would like to clarify something on this tire technology and our development and our reinforcement material in these tires. Uh, so we develop a chemicals, actually an additive uh, formula, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah. with this additive formula, we I mean, we provide a tire to last longer and uh, decrease its rolling resistance on the road. So it's directly connected with the, this case mobility situation, right? Exactly, exactly, yes. This is the technology of tire. And the other part is the environment when the in the production process. So we have projects yeah. on this uh, uh, environment situation that affects the uh, human health and the environment health, let's say. So could you please tell us about this cocoon project? I think our audience is really curious about this. Yeah, yeah. before talking about the cocoon project, uh, let me tell you this current uh situation uh, of adhesive formulations in tire port production. Okay. Uh, resourceful formaldehyde and latex-based, uh, these are the chemicals, uh, uh -huh. latex-based uh, solutions are being used for almost like a century. Uh, uh, it's an industry-wide standard. But uh, during the production of tire court, these chemicals as actually are not very innocent. They are kind of uh, toxic and actually Uh, mm -hmm. They are under close watch, but but uh, by European and uh, United States authorities. So their usage is uh, limited. So we have to okay. be ready for the future. We had to be ready for the future, and we started a project, resourceful and formaldehyde-free adhesive deep development projects, uh, mm -hmm. so many years ago, and uh, we. Uh, Uh, but the idea is uh, there is only one standard RFL, industry-wide standard RFL. So the, uh, our idea was how can we make our new solution as a new industry-wide standard? Because we mm -hmm. know that our competitors are also working on uh, resourceful formal uh, free dipping solutions. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's uh, from... Uh, tire manufacturer's point of view, it's not really attractive because they don't want to approach so many different uh, technologies. It's not only time consuming, but also uh, it's, it requires a lot of uh, uh, budget to approach these uh, this things. So, Do you mean uh, with this cocoon dipping solution, uh, the production sites don't need any other uh, investments about machineries or other things, right? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, when we started the uh, project, that was the uh, boundary conditions for us. Whatever chemical you use should be free of resourceful or formaldehyde, obviously, but it should be readily available chemicals. It should have almost, uh, I mean, it should have at least the same cause as current uh, industry standard. And it shouldn't require any extra equipment, any extra investment. It should work the same way as the current industry-wide standard. And uh, with that uh, in mind, uh, we started the project and we wanted to make this as a new standard, industry-wide standard. So our approach was uh, totally different than our competitors. We uh, joined our forces with Continental, and that's how they uh, actually 
the name of the uh, product came out. The cocoon is uh, coming from the first two letters of uh, continental and the uh, first two letters of uh, Corsa. And it, our approach is uh, let's make this technology available for everyone so that uh, everyone can get the benefit out of it and it becomes a new industry-wide standard. And we wanted to uh, uh, have a free licensing pool. Uh, we put our all the technology patents in there, not only the technology patents, but we also provide the technological guidelines so that whoever joins the pool can follow the guidelines because the information in the patents is very wide. You, you cannot just read the patent and uh, reproduce whatever you, you read. So you need the guidelines. Uh, we describe every single detail uh, in the guideline and whoever joins it you, uh, follows and uh, gets the technology. And with this uh, concept, we started the pool uh, not so long ago, recently, and we got very uh, good positive feedback. And before, before the starting the, the pool, we actually uh, shared samples to interest, interested parties, many tire producers and textile converters are, were interested. So we shared the samples and uh, we got uh, positive feedback and we started having companies joining the pool. So uh, the response was better than what we expected. And uh, so far, we are, we are doing well. So I would like to turn to Burak about this because I would like to define the sector need about this kind of cocoon project. So uh, formal diet, resourcing of free elements in this formulation of dipping solutions. And uh, Burak, could you please tell us more about the industry's needs, uh, this uh, concerning environment needs? As I uh, mentioned at uh, the beginning of my speech, we were totally focused for the for the uh, environmental issues and uh, leading leading by the uh, carbon dioxide emissions. So apart from that, uh, the industry is looking for the more and more sustainable solutions. And yeah, can... sustainability is the keyword, right? Exactly, it is. And um, uh, you know, um, Aisha, when we when we think about the pandemic uh, impact to the to whole economy. And definitely, it may result with some some uh, financial issues. But at the end of the day, for the uh, for the future of this uh, uh, whole world's economy, we definitely need more sustainable solutions. And the automotive industry is the one industry knows the impact of its attributes to the uh, climate change, and therefore has a sensi- sensitivity. Uh, for finding more sustainable solutions. So therefore, we can refer that in, in our industry, especially for tire uh, industry, the, whatever it is, it might be re- related with the uh, adhesion technology, it might be related with the reinforcement technology, it should be more and more sustainable. And as uh, Yasi mentioned, uh, not only for the uh, performance, but of course, we are trying to reduce the amount of the material which has been consumed by tire, and we would like to reduce it. How? Actually, we are we are developing we are developing uh, high performing uh, materials, high performing tire reinforced material. So, therefore, at the end of the day, tire makers are using are using less and less uh, uh, tire reinforced materials. So, this is how we respond to the sustainability demand of the uh, yes. industry. Yes, I see the point. 
here. So could you please tell us both of you uh, about the, you know, the course's capacity to develop kind of uh, materials, technologies, and the services to give its customers? When we when we look for the uh, last decade, actually, uh, we we understood that the 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 best uh, approach is uh, cooperating with the with the customer, with the industry, and the open collaboration activities is the major point that we take the lead. And mm-hmm. uh, at the very beginning, it seems to be that a product solution is the ultimate solution that what industry requires. But now we understood that the the problem itself is very complicated nowadays. So therefore, it's not easy for one party to solve the this equation. Therefore, we are aiming to create this kind of uh, ecosystems. So the ecosystems is really important to solve the general problem with the contribution of uh, Uh, all parties. So therefore, as Yasin mentioned, the Cocoon the Cocoon license platform is a quite good example of that. So you say that we have to collaborate with whole industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, uh, open inv- innovation is the key keyword. I think we have expertise in tire court reinforcement, but uh, we need to collaborate very closely with the tire manufacturers because we don't know the actual performance of our material in tire. So. Uh, thanks to Cocoon, for example, Cocoon project, we were, were able to uh, work very closely with Continental. And this way, the project goes not only uh, very fast, but we save time and uh, money this way. For example, in uh, in the R&D center, we have several projects. We want to work with some certain chemicals, but we don't have the expertise in those chemicals. So we collaborate very closely with the uh, universities or some other uh, institutions or even with some other companies uh, so that they can produce the chemicals that we need or uh, any materials that we need and we can uh, incorporate those chemicals in our formulation that's why we call it open innovation this way we can get things done much faster and with much reduced cost So with this understanding, we are together with industry, academy, university, researchers, and we have chance to develop new technologies with different uh, parties of this industry. Exactly. I mean, uh, we even have like Horizon projects uh, being supported by European Union, and uh, many companies are joining uh, these projects in general, and we we work on some part of it and other companies work on the areas that they have their expertise on and that's how we get things done much faster yes so Burak, would you like to add anything else to this conversation because we are now closing our ending this episode sure Aisha. actually uh, we are now uh, concentrated on the, the uh, A collaboration and open collaboration, open innovation activities, and we feel that the the course has a sort of a power on that uh, f- from many years. And when we link it to the case mobility, actually, it's a quite important fact that the, the case mobility is a kind of um, a very emerging technology, the set of technologies. As, as we mentioned, the connectivity, autonomous cars, shared mobility, and also the, the electric cars. So therefore, each and every uh, uh, item here requires a kind of common solution from the many different industry partners. So we believe that to achieve the uh, to achieve the solution for problems of these or these trends, 
definitely the open collaboration is a must need. So therefore, here we can state that uh, we are following the trends. We know the how to solve those problems, and we believe that having the power of the open collaboration activities, uh, we have a good attitude to solve that. So I'm really happy to uh, follow these trends and take the challenge and hopefully find a good solutions for these new emerging technologies. Thank you, Burak. Thank you, Yasin. It's an amazing talk about future of mobility. We are at the end of our first episode. See you in next episodes of Reinforcing Sounds. Reinforcing Sounds by Kortsat.